Hello, and welcome to The, the Smiley, Smiley Signal with your host, Stephanie Nicole Hanna and Danielle May Franklin. So, for this episode, we're going to be talking about a tradition here at Central and other colleges across the country, actually. And some colleges have been able to keep up this tradition, while others, like Central, have let it die out. But it's actually a really cool and really fun tradition that would be really awesome to bring back. Uh, yes. So, we're going to tell you all about it. So, while some traditions are more wacky than others, there is one tradition that's actually been a common theme throughout colleges and universities, and it's called the Pajama Parades. Pajama parades. How fun. The earliest documented pajama parade happened in 1912 at the University of California, and there it was called Pajama Reno. In 1912, students snuck out of their dorms and pajamas to meet their alumni at the train station and welcome them back. That's so adorable. <laughs> it happened in the years following as well, and by 1916, it was an official kickoff to homecoming weekend. In October, just this, like a month ago, right? Yeah. yeah. The University of California celebrated their 106th Pajama Reno, but now it includes alumni as well as current students parading around in pajamas. The second documented pajama parade didn't happen to welcome back alumni or even for a football game, but rather for a free movie. That's my kind of pajama <laughs> parade. Albion College in Albion, Michigan, got to witness its first pajama parade in 1914 when a free movie was offered at the Boehm Theater. Students of the Interfraternity Council paraded through town around midnight to catch a free movie screening provided by George Boehm. This event would start a tradition that lasted for over a decade. Even though it first started as an interfraternity event, it would soon grow to include all male students at the college. After, movie, after the movie was over, the Nighthawks, as they were Ooh. called, <laughs> not Night Owls, which is interesting. <laughs> They marched to the river where they held a huge bonfire and sang college songs until the night died down around 2.30 a.m. Unfortunately, the last photo from the Albion College Pajama Parade is from 1925, so it's unknown when exactly their tradition met its end. A lot of these traditions have a few things in common, like the fact that they were started around alumni in football or that they had a calm, mild-mannered beginning. But not Auburn University. While the University of California held the earliest documented pajama parade, according to Auburn University lore, the event that started their tradition happened in 1896 during Auburn's first home game against Georgia Tech. During this time, football teams traveled to towns by train, and several of Auburn's Corps of Cadets knew when the Georgia Tech train would be arriving. They snuck out of their beds and, armed with grease and lard, put on thick coating along a quarter mile of the track leading into the Auburn train station as well as out of the station. Once they were done, the cadets crawled back into their beds like nothing had happened. The next morning, the train carrying the Georgia Tech football team couldn't get any traction when they tried to stop at the train station, and they slid halfway to Lochapoca, which is about five miles away. Georgia Tech was forced to walk back to Auburn for their football game, and they were so tired by the end of the journey that they lost the game 45-0. to zero. Georgia Tech officials refused to play Auburn in 1897, but finally agreed after Auburn officials threatened to expel any students who tried the stunt again. Instead of meeting at the station of to grease the tracks again, they met there in their pajamas for a pep rally the night before the game and thus started the tradition of the wreck tech pajama parade 
Georgia Tech was taken off of Auburn's schedule in 1987, but in 2003, the two teams played again. A group of students, faculty, and staff decided that they wanted to start the tradition up again since it was such a huge staple of the AU-Georgia Tech rivalry. But this time there won't be greasing any train tracks. No, no, no. No, no the grease or lard. No, none of that's happening again. <laughs> that was taken out of the equation. We're, we're not doing that again. So the origins of the pajama parades here at Central Methodist University are a little fuzzier, but they still have some background. And I just want to start this off by saying a lot of this is collected through old newspapers of the Collegian, which is our university's newspaper, mm-hmm. the Fayette Advisor, which is the town's newspaper, and our own yearbooks here at Central. So the first pajama parade started in the 1920s, but had no real documentation. The first documentation of the pajama parades was in the Collegian newspaper from Saturday, October 5th, 1929, with a headline that read, Midnight Pajama Parade Halted by Local Dogberry, and it is stated the parade as being a weekly occurrence. This incident was also posted in the Fayette Advisor with a title that read, Student Riot Brings Chuckles. <laughs> I just really like that headline. <laughs> so it's estimated that it probably wouldn't have been mentioned in the newspaper had there not been a huge spectacle that night. And so 60 to 70 pajama-wearing men paraded around the town square around 11 p.m. in a pep jamboree the night before the Central versus Warrensburg football game. It was put to a halt that night because the students were being too loud for the residents here in Fayette. (laughs) But the marshal at that time, Jack Wills, commented on the parade the next day saying, let the students parade. They have always done it, and I am not stopping them. What a nice man. He knew that they were going to do it anyway. Yeah, I mean, naturally. (laughs) (laughs) After the parade, the students would end up at a bonfire or simply return to their beds. Student pajama parades on the nights preceding a central football match were a weekly occurrence, and it is believed to be the case all the way up to World War II, when the draft kicked in heavily and most men on campus were at war. The pajama parade started back up again after the war and once Central was again a co-ed college, but it had changed into something more in tune with the times. There was a picture of a pajama parade in the Collegian issue from Friday, October 28, 1949, and the pajama parades are mentioned again in the Central yearbook, the year of 1950, stating that it was a freshman-only event. A year later in the 1951 yearbook, it is mentioned again with the description that underclassmen, upperclassmen supervise the annual pajama parade where freshmen dress in PJs, make a snake chain, and parade downtown and through the Howard County Courthouse. Fellows with frat paddles and green-hatted members of the Fighting 50 urged them on while the chant of Beat Iowa prevailed. <laughs> it is believed that around the time that hazing for Greek life was kicking in heavily at colleges and universities across the nation, this could have also been a hazing for freshmen for their first year at college and their first year away from home during the football season, which meant putting an end to the pep club tradition and on to a more... Uh, looked out for tradition yeah (laughs) but can we just can we talk about fellows with frat paddles and green-hatted members of fighting 50 i mean that just sounds so comical so comical if frat paddles don't urge you on then i don't know i don't know what is if you're gonna be shouting be iowa be iowa be iowa the whole time like i mean come on you you're gonna want to parade in your pjs (laughs) (laughs) 
So this is one of the big traditions here at Central that unfortunately died out between the 60s and 70s. But it would be great to bring it back, like the Rec Tech pajama parades at Iowa. Yeah. Or at Auburn. Yeah. I mean, they go around the the square. So that's, I mean, they went through, like, yeah. different convenience stores around the square. So that would just be, like, a cool thing of, like, also not only bringing back a tradition, but also including more of the Fayette community as a whole and just combining both the campus and the square together. And we need to do more of that. And most students go to classes in their pajamas anyway. That's true. It's not like you're really forcing them to do anything crazy here. No, I mean, you're just asking them to get in a snake line and parade through the town. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's a normal thing. I mean, students walk to... Dollar General and Casey's in the pajamas all the time. This is a regular Tuesday. Maybe we need to offer a free movie and then... <laughs> there we go. Free movie afterwards, bonfire. Bonfire, everything. Put it together, it's fine. New tradition in the making. I love it. Love it. <laughs> all right, guys. So this is the end of our episode for this week. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and subscribe to Apple Podcasts. So that way you get updates when our episodes drop. And like and subscribe. Also, comment on our Facebook post. Let us know what you're kind of interested in seeing more of. Uh, we'd love to be able to have a conversation with you all. All right. Bye, guys.